Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Hey, everybody. I just want to make a quick announcement. May, it's important, May 2021, we are, Lord willing, going back to the Holy Land. So the Encounter Tour has been rescheduled May 4 through 14. I'll say that again, May 4th through 14, 2021, the Encounter Tour to Israel. So excited. It's been rescheduled. Lord willing, all plans will be go, and I'd love to have you join us. So if you want more information, check out the show notes. There'll be a link, but also you can go to madisontravel.com. Com. And you can look it up under Rachel and Michael Inouye, I-N-O-U-Y-E is the last name, and it'll tell you a little bit about the Encounter Tour. I'm so excited to encounter the Holy Land, encounter the people that go together, and encounter Holy Spirit in new ways. Hope you can join us. Thanks. I'm officially excited because we are back in the saddle with the podcast, and I have been able to meet in person with some people, and today I have on the phone my dear friend Gail Novak. And Gail, I... I'm just really excited to see you. You're kind of in a different uh, setting than normal. Sometimes yes, there's like big windows I'm behind in you. What used to be one of my children's rooms because I'm a well, okay. empty nester, but that's elusive and a facade at times. <laughs> so, because my son was just home for 3 weeks because they kick you off campus and then you can go back in 3 weeks. So, he was in this room and I took it back over as my studio, <laughs> paperwork room, art room. Love it. Yeah the place I go to refresh. So this is where you are in my 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 office. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and the elusive uh, empty nest thing is kind of interesting because I've even seen people saying, oh, we're finally empty nests. And you see like the back of the hatch of their car and they're dropping their t- child off. And I don't pray doom and gloom, but sometimes I think, what if universities yeah. close? Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen, you know, whatever, you know. But empty nest is a, always a nest. So they can still fly back because the nest is there. It just happens to be empty. I wanted that right for now. my kids and want that for my kids. And it's not in an enabling codependent way. It's that I didn't have that. I had nowhere to go mm. um, from my parents' divorce and then my dad remarrying and then my mom moving to Arizona. And I was in Michigan uh, at the time. I had nowhere to go on the weekends or to go home and do laundry or to get a meal and never like lived at home again. And so I, it's just like really important to me that in transitional times, my kids can come and land here and then launch from here again. So they might not always have their bedroom the way it was set up, but there's a space for them. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That that's a Mm -hmm. priority because of Mm -hmm. the need. Mm -hmm. Well, and also just with our kids, not like it's different. They're not always getting out of college and then landing a job like they did you know, 10, 20 years ago. So sometimes it's, and then COVID, I have one home right now, um, one daughter home after finishing her art degree in California Mm -hmm. and she moved back and not a lot of jobs in her field right now. And so she's doing other things, but she is living here and it's a delight. I love having adult children around. I love, I love, I love my 20 somethings. So it's so different because they speak into your life differently and they don't need the same shepherding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They don't, they, yeah. 
and you're not on as much. You like you exactly. don't have to run them to sports or take them somewhere. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Sometimes didn't you even say you're getting some help in the kitchen and some nutrition <laughs> so things say, and all that? And she cooks too. <laughs> wow. So that's a benefit. I might be more dependent on her right now than she is on me. So <laughs> I'm just gonna say, start building the carriage house. They don't ever have to move out I if think, they can be caretakers. Woohoo! I get why people in other countries kind of live like communally. I understand it. Like our country is not for that. And I'm like, maybe there's some wisdom in all. I don't know. Also just raising small kids. I didn't have grandparents and people to help me. And I can see the value of of that as some of my friends are grandparents now and how they can pour into those grandchildren. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm liking the commune idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've always had friends that have said, so-and-so, 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 you guys, let's just all live together. I saw this new development getting built. Let's all just, you know, and I'm like, okay, am I in a cult? And then, no, I'm joking. But then they would say things like, uh, you know, so-and-so, you are a incredible mathematician and such an engineer. We need you. You're the gardener, so-and-so. We need you. Hey, you're the physical therapist. We need you. Um, Rachel, you can come and talk to us. <laughs> it's like, hey, I have gifts to offer. Yes, you do. More than they're talking. Just a little, they're just a little different than the norm, maybe, or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, commune. I'd be all for it. I would want you to be my neighbor. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, so fun. So fun. So, yeah. What, well, I don't know how many times we've spoken during like COVID because we're in the season of COVID right now, depending on when you're I listening. I think we to did this. one like maybe buddy time when we were just starting. Okay. And I remember just even your exhortation, which really resonated with me and I agreed, was like, no fear. You know, mm-hmm. like we can't live mm-hmm. in fear. And obviously it has gone sideways and weird and different, but a spirit of fear doesn't need to control us. And it hasn't in my life. I'm not saying that. Um, there haven't been hard things that people have had to walk through, but mm-hmm. you're going to walk through them. And with fear, it, you're going to walk through them very differently. So, uh, yeah, but we haven't been keeping up. There's a lot for you to update me on. Yeah, you too. What have you been doing? What's your life look like during COVID, coming out of it, like where we are now? I just, well, we kind of go yeah. back and forth with what yeah. whatever the mandates are. But what, right. where, where are you? What have you experienced Good, bad, um, ugly. It's been, yeah, it's great. been kind of interesting. You're right. It's kind of had this dance. You know, we go forward a little bit and then we feel like we're supposed to lock down. Um, we got a lot done in the beginning. Felt like a little bit of a mini vacation. And I don't say that lightly because I know some people lost loved ones or whatever. But we just were doing really well. And then I kind of hit this, I don't want to be tasks uh, oriented. I, I feel like this is a time where I really need to get deeper, see what God wants from me, you know, so then I went through this almost time of solitude and really enjoying, even though I'm an extrovert, because of the empty nest, I have really become used to solitude. And then we did a role reversal. Michael started working from home exclusively, and I would hear him on the phone talking all day long, and I would be in the house quiet. And I'm like, I talk for a living, and you're a quiet person. It was Mind blown. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I was mind blown. And I could hear him talking to the people. And I was like, okay. And troubleshooting and doing all this at-home advising. And he's wonderful. I was thinking if he was on the other end of my call and I was in distress trying to get something worked out, I would be grateful that he was the one that answered my call. But he would be kind of done when he was done. And I'd be like, ready for my playmate, you know? (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd be like, do you want some lunch? Do you want a smoothie? Um, and, and then if he didn't want to come out, it was like, I've never had pets, but I was so like, I could think of a pet. I'd be crawling at the door, but I'd be sliding the meals to him. I'd be like walking in, kind of tiptoe quiet. And then I'd slide like a new little smoothie and I'd wink at him like, is this okay for me? To, you know, you're just learning this new, he's working at home. Or I'd look at him like, can they see me? Because it's different if he's like on a conference call where if I walk into the room or if he's just listening to someone. And I, it's not like I walk around naked, but like if I had my swimming suit on and I was out on the deck, I would want to know, like, what am I doing? So then we got to kind of figuring out relationship-wise and marriage-wise, like, you know, this hurt my feelings or I didn't mean to say that or, you know, and then all that was good to work through. And it wasn't it wasn't horrible, but you know what I mean? A lot of people are learning this new cohabitating in it in another level Mm -hmm. then um we didn't ever go out anywhere we didn't do anything it was just the two of us I was seeing like my walking partner on FaceTime and and then I went to early June we went to Minnesota we were away for a while and I went to a bridal shower that was outdoors that they observed somewhat loose you know Mm -hmm. and it just broke in me I was sort of done I was like, I so needed this bridal shower. I was yeah. so glad to see people. And I haven't been unsafe or stupid or whatever, yeah. but we all went to the cabin as families. You know, just mm-hmm. um, I'm washing my hands and I'm being smart and I don't go mm-hmm. places if I don't feel well. But <clears throat> mm-hmm. I've been around two full-blown cases that said, hey, I have it. And I was with them, not for long periods of time. Both were outdoors, you know, and... So at my point in all of this is that there's this imposed, like, should I be afraid or should I change something down? And then I get looser and then I, sometimes I back down and kind of button up a little bit more. But overall, I feel like my life needs to be lived and I want to live my life and I want people to live life. So I feel like you have to b- give people grace to do what they feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. um, but do what you feel comfortable with. The, the part in scripture where it says, those who live, live to the Lord, and those who die. But whatever we do, whether we live or die, it's to the Lord. It's like, do you run the race on Sunday or do you don't? The one person says, no, it's the Sabbath. The other person says, hey, it's in him. I live and move and have my very being. And both are right because they're doing what they did unto the Lord. So mm-hmm. that's a long explanation. But how about you with all of whatever we've been going through, whatever you call this? <laughs> uh, I feel some days like I've kind of been in a fog and... Um... You're like, is that menopause? Is it isolation? Am I not? <laughs> is it being my... a woman? <laughs> is it being a middle-aged woman? Is what is, is it? it being and... a redhead? No, yeah, I'm hey, hey, um, I'm kidding. No, exactly. Fiery personality. And, and I, it's been um, good. It's been all the emotions. Like I have an emotions chart, and I feel like I have felt the hundred <laughs> emotions in the last six months. Um, from anger and frustration and disappointment and um, like just sick of it all to complete compassion, understanding to also like, like isolating too much and, and some like, well, I like, do I want to go out? Is it worth the effort? Is it, I'm that, well, that kind of feels hard to go to the store. And that is not me. That is not who I am. And no. I'm like, okay, that needs to be addressed. <laughs> Actually, all those do. Um, So, and in coaching, it's been interesting coaching different people um, who are struggling in their relationships in their home and the challenges that this being under either financial stress or isolation or um, whatever else comes with the situation we're in 
it has been um, taxing and trying on their relationships and Mm -hmm. um, navigating that. And also people looking to make changes in their life or like, wow, I don't think I want to go back to corporate America or I think I want to start my own business or whatever. And so it's been, it's been all the emotions. It's been all the feels. And um, I have to some days like make myself do stuff because you can get really easy staying in your jammies all day mm-hmm. and not um, being productive or not doing the goals or the tasks. So um, I had to kind of like re-engage sometime over the summer. And yeah, it's just, but it's been but it's been crazy. And I have, I have some clients in other countries and just talking to them about like not being able to get across borders and not being able to see their spouse and not, you know, um, if I go to the hospital and I'm sick, I, my family can't come and that's terrifying to me. And I mean, just lots of different scenarios that I've been, have been looking at and, um, yeah, just brought brought up two, go ahead. Two that brought up two big things for me to ask you. Number one was, are you, you're a feeler, right? Mm-hmm. One of the ways you hear from God. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to me that you would have all of all of those mm-hmm. feelings. And I think I've had them too, but you probably would be even feeling them more extremely. Mm-hmm. How about when you go out? Do you also feel for the other people? Like, do you feel like I felt, I'm not a huge feeler, but I go to the grocery store and sometimes I feel what, oh my gosh, there's just a spirit of fear around here. Or, or yeah. there's like almost like distrust. I'm like, sir, you know, all that do you feel like you're taking on some of that? And so that's maybe part of the isolating or do you not even? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, yes. And certain stores will bring it out more for sure. Um, it, 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 it triggers like deep compassion and then also like, Oh, how do I put up like a supernatural force field around myself to not be taking on all of their emotions? Because you can, you can walk through the aisles and there's panic in people's eyes and, um, and I, and I get that, but it's like, oh, I want to, I want to, I want to like help you. I want to hug you, right. but I, we can't. And so, yes, I pick up, I, I often have to like, kind of like get it off of me mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. um, and, and yeah, just having on the armor of God, my supernatural force field suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of yeah. Not, the- of not absorbing everyone's energy and picking it all, or just all of those emotions, all of that feeling because it's so prevalent. So there's some days where I'm like, I'm just going to stay home and let date, like he goes to the store and he's fine. Yep. So Yep. And we even have the flip. The reverse would be like, okay, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to be aware that that's the case. And so I'm just going to release peace. Yes. I'm just going to like literally be that thermostat rather than the thermometer. Sometimes it takes both an awareness and also just like whatever you might need to have protected yourself with either way that day. But okay. So that I said two things. The one was knowing for sure that you're a feeler. I'm pretty sure I knew that, but the other is you're talking about working with lots of different clients. And I want to hear more about that because I know you have a new opportunity, mm-hmm. G2G, right? Yep, G2G, yep. And, and um, tell me a little bit about the catalyst behind that or how, because God's been working for yeah. years in this mm-hmm. area, Gail, if I mm-hmm. see this. So I'm excited. I don't know much about it, but I'm excited to see what God has done. That's awesome. Thanks. Yes, it's it's so it's so cool. I, I am working for... Um, a man who created G2G. Um, it's a coaching experience okay. and it's a 12 week pro, uh, experience. We call it an experience because it's not a program. It really is an experience and it's a one-to-one coaching. So I take people through personal one-to-one, which is so awesome because I, I love that. Oh and, my word. And you get 12 weeks and you go through and it, 
helps you define, um, you hear God, which I want to talk to you about. Um, you, you, you really learn how to hear God and know the purpose and call and, and for your life. And, and it's not just like a spiritual gift test. It's like really hearing him for what's next, which is pivotal right now as we're entering into all these sure. new seasons and people are reevaluating and they're, they're looking at things differently and they're not traveling and being gone from their family so much, or they want a career change, or they've always wanted to start a business, or they're looking at having different streams of revenue come in and not just be reliant on one. And so we talk all about um, your purpose and then we spend time in provision and how God's the provider and um, how to use provision and how to um, have provision. And a lot of people are like lacking right now and don't have that. And so it's a, it's a really cool way to look at provision in a fresh way mm. and then to create the plan and, and actual steps that lead to momentum. And a lot of people will have like a big dream, but then they never take the steps and they look back 10 years and have regret. Like, why didn't I do that thing 10 years ago? Or why didn't I step out? Cause I had fear or I was a procrastinator or I was a little stubborn, or I, you know, had imposter syndrome where I didn't think I was good enough. And I've fought with all of those. So I get it, but. And you can I really don't... address them that way too, then. Absolutely. And so then we go after it and anything that, and these steps and these action steps and some accountability and having someone walk with you as you try those things on. And as you expand, um, you're looking at the big dream and then it's like, what's it going to take to get there? Cause God put that dream in your heart. He, Amen. Put, he wired you and he gave you the gifts Amen. to do the thing. So why, why do you like, let's go after it. And yeah. so is it writing a book? Is it starting a business? Is it, you know, starting a ministry, anything, it could be any, it could be something small. It, it does. It could be a world changer. It doesn't matter because it addresses all of this. And I just love to, every client's different and every um, situation is different and everyone has different struggles along the way. Yeah. And it's been really fun to take, um, 20 somethings through as they're oh, like, Oh, you get to, to do your Metron. Uh-huh. I know. I'm like, Oh, and, oh. and I love all people. So I, I mean, I would, I would coach, you know, a 20 year old to an 85 year old. If they still have big dreams, they want to accomplish. Let's, let's do it. But, um, they are, um, they don't want to waste time. They want to, they want to see what's holding them back in, in their relationships and in their finances and in their job things. And, and what can I do? And, Oh yeah, this is who God says I am. And this is what I'm supposed to do. And then also in empty, um, empty nesters, love, love, love. Yes, of course. You can go through as a couple, which is really a cool experience. Or you can go through as an individual male or female. And it's like, who am I now that I'm not a full-time mom? Yeah. So, um, and you know, it could be, it could be 35 and have small children. And I still want people to be like walking in their dream and their gifting. So yeah, it's just really exciting. And, And he, we have three coaches on our team. He took me through it and he asked me a couple years ago, but it wasn't the right time. And you yeah. know when, like, you you just know, yeah. like, when the right time is? And in January, before the world shut down, I was like, I'd like to go through this because he wanted me to be a coach and you have to experience it, of course. And so I, yeah. I went through the 12-week program and, and I'm like, I'm so in that I'm so in. And my family just saw, like, me come back to life in some areas that yeah. I had shelved or some things that I was like, oh, I want to do that, but no, I don't really know if I want to do that. And my, my family was like, oh my gosh, the mom of our youth, you came, like your energy came back, you, your enthusiasm for life came back, yeah. you, you're talking about your dreams again, and now you're actually going through this process of creating the steps to make it happen. And so why would I not want to share that with people? Oh, why would word. I not want to be like, 
oh my gosh, partner, let's do this. I want you to be walking in the fullness of who God made you to be. And so um, it's been a really, really exciting thing. And he just, he built a website for us and um, yeah, it's just, it's just a really, really cool program. Or, that is not so a program. you. It's an experience. It's not a program because that feels so like you. It's not a class because it's e- it's tailored to each individual, which is so yeah cool. yeah yeah. So you're not putting people through the machinery of something, and so it is not. And it, it seems natural that you would fight with the thought of a program because that's the language we use. So it's good right. that you even have to flip, and yes. you could just be honest with them that I like I'm flipping this that this is an experience you're going through, yeah. and maybe you're needing to not. I'm not saying edit your language, but when you have to do that, then that would help every client go, no, this isn't just at the end of 12 weeks. This is something I'm going to continually experience that God would do this. You know, I just saw when you were talking how much of you is in this. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it says in Ephesians, God prepares in advance the things Mm -hmm. we're to do. Mm -hmm. And so from you telling me to write certain points on paper plates and lay them around my room and then (laughs) take the paper plate and just go, okay, today I'm going to pick this one up. Action points and spider web that leads to the next thing. You've been doing those things. You've been saying, okay, I'm going to check back in with you. And let's say it was decorating or mm-hmm. helping mm-hmm. any, anybody Some do accountability. anything. Accountability <laughs> or, has been something. Or just something... don't want to see the progress. Exactly. And kind of that um, going alongside somebody, mm-hmm. you've done that without this being like something that's one of your jobs. So to me, it mm-hmm. seems like God has just used you in this life apprenticeship mm-hmm. of doing it. And so mm-hmm. to me, timing wise, it, yeah, it really fits. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. I'm really yeah. excited. I just think you're made for this, Gail. You're really well, made for this. A long time ago, the Lord, like a tagline or whatever, when I was going to build a website like 10 years ago, he just said, yeah. it's helping people find hope, freedom, and purpose through Jesus. Amen. And I'm like, that's what I'm doing now. I'm yeah. like, they're, they have freedom to make other choices. They have freedom to to expand. They have It's a new hope. Like they get stirred up yep. and, and walking in their purpose. And I was like, oh, you're so strategic. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. Strategic. So yeah, nothing is wasted, and mm-hmm. um, and I love, I love to champion and cheer people on in whatever their thing is, and whatever that is, I'm like, let's do this. So yeah, it's been Amen. really, really exciting. Yeah, yeah. And I also saw when you were talking earlier about how this is the time for people to pivot, mm-hmm. or not even pivot, just completely leap into a new thing. Mm-hmm. What a time for this to be going because God has allowed this incredible shaking, upheaval, change mm-hmm. of everything. And uh, you are ready to say, well, you don't have to think about that way anymore. If you want to change yeah. it, change it now. And you're not going to search for clients or people to go through an experience with you. In my right. mind, there's going right. to be lots of people going, oh, that sounds like I want to do this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we can Good. put the link in the web in the yeah, we'll put the, the link in the, the show thing. notes because you'll yeah. have like the website all up and everything yep. by the time this yep. airs. And um, yeah, I just bless you with lots of business, but I also bless you with specific clients because you are right. Mm-hmm. You could work with a 20-year-old. You could work with a 70-year-old. I know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But he also knows who he's assigning to you. Absolutely. Because it's an experience and he mm-hmm. is going to mutually benefit both of you, however mm-hmm. that is. So, And couples, I can see your heart for couples if that happens oh to be it. Oh my gosh, yes. And then there, so some of the couples that have gone through um, that my my boss, coach, yeah. man took through have said, oh, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that was your dream. What can we do to make that happen? And it's like, sometimes we don't talk about it, which sounds right. like, really? How could you not? But yeah. 
two, two reasons we don't talk about it that I can see uh-huh. is number one, nobody's ever asked us or we didn't unearth it ourselves. Like we know it's there, but maybe mm-hmm. it's so low we didn't know. The other thing is sometimes the enemy convinces us that um, it would be wrong to say it out loud because you either think you're somebody or you don't think you're somebody. You, you, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, no, it needs to be unearthed. It's in you for a reason. Yes. And, and it's usually it multi- and- yeah, it's usually multidimensional, right? It's like mm-hmm. a um, artichoke or an onion. Like even if you peeled one layer back, it's not going to be like this. No longer an onion, but there's even a deeper thing or another thing or a different mm-hmm. layer. Uh, oh, I'm excited! Thank That's you. very good. That's very good. Can I tell you so, one more thing that I'm working on? Absolutely. Okay. So, and then I want to hear about you. So, I, I, I feel like I am a spiritual paramedic. Like I run to um, like people in crisis. Aside from like the that coaching program I do, I also do like inner healing and freedom and deliverance and all that kind of stuff. But I love to run towards people that need one-on-one yep. um, like emotional yep. inner healing, spiritual healing, all of that. And so that's separate from G2G. But um, which G2G I, is? Glory to God. Okay. Good. Okay. Yep. And it's, um, it's a consulting and a discovery program. So yeah, cool. but, and then this other thing that I've been called to, and I think it's because my daughter was in the fires and one of the shootings or she wasn't in that, but was affected by the shootings in Los Angeles. Um, my heart is to run in after there's been a natural disaster or a crisis and bring hope and healing. And it's, and it's like red cross, but it's, um, also um, full of bringing in the Lord and yeah, the prayer. cross. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. The cross instead of red cross, but it's called crisis relief international. And I am being trained right now to be deployed to different crises. And I owned the pro like it's an online training. And then once you go through it, you can get deployed and I'm almost done with that first training. And I just eat it up. I sit in front of my computer. I take quizzes. I'm taking notes and I'm literally absorbing this material because I cannot wait to be deployed. And it's interesting because there's hurricanes coming and there's fires and I want to be able to go in and love on the people after the crisis, after the, the fires put out or the hurricanes come through, or there's been a something else um, that I can come in and bring hope and healing and through Jesus and the Holy spirit, but um, just be the hands and feet of that. And so, um, yeah, I'm just really excited about that. That is so you too. I know. I can't wait. That I mean, it's so like so you. sad, but I want to like go. So yeah, well, so I've been working you know, on that. E- even w- once again, historically, uh, what we've been able to do or times that we've been together, <laughs> like thinking <laughs> about like when we did the mops thing or whatever, yeah. it's like Rachel has this, this thought, you know, like you guys are amazing moms and you can... You know, you guys need to be together because you will help one another. And like, literally, there's something I'm saying that I know is truth. Like it bubbles Mm -hmm. up in me and I'm like, you got to give it. And I know that it'll unlock something for people, you know. And then my friend Gail goes in and she's like, I'm going to go over here. And some of you have a wound and you'll go, you'll go like for, it's really, really sweet to me because (laughs) both are needed. Both are needed. But it's like, where's the crisis? Where is the wound that is gushing that I have to put my hand on to stop Mm -hmm. you from bleeding out right now? Gail is over there. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. really fun to see like how different we are. But as buddies, both are needed because both are kingdom. And in the kingdom, there's leaven that goes all the way through. 
And when heat comes, it actually expands, just like with bread, right? And there's each each of us go in and fill a section, you know, mm-hmm. because we're not the leaven. The kingdom is the leaven, but we're the salt and the light. And we go in those places. And I really see that. Um, I see that as your strength. Mm, and and you. it's beautiful. I mean, some mm. people would in the natural would not be in the emergency room. And other mm-hmm. people want to be in the emergency room. And mm-hmm. some people will sign up for disaster relief. And But I think it's in both the natural and the spiritual for you. Like you would it be is. okay to have to like be removing shingles and pieces of siding yes. to get to the, yep. the rubble to get somebody out. But then there's that spiritual component where you'd be willing to uh, remove the siding and the, and the pieces of the things that are, un, you know, that people are under in the spirit realm to get for to sure. them as well. For sure. Wow. It's super motivating to me too. You spoke on the, on the physical level and being like strong and being able to carry things and have that energy. And that's what motivates me to work out more than like my size or yeah. how I look in my bathing suit because I'm 56 yep. and my body has had so many surgeries and so much trauma, but I want to be strong, like all the days of my life. Like I want to have like physical strength so that I can remove those shingles or dig people out or what carry, you know, bundles of water and bring water to the dry and thirsty. And so, um, that motivates me to take care of my, my temple, my physical body. Yeah. So there's, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of layers to this whole thing. So yeah, that's that's so good. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm preparing. I feel like the Lord is preparing people right now for the next season. And, and it's like, okay, I don't want to lay around. I want to be prepared. This is like a great time of reset this is a uh-huh. new, we're coming in new seasons and he is preparing us for for um new things and so i just i i like yeah that's all i just i just think it's, i um, a time i of think prep. it's it is such a time of prep and people are being prepared for something they don't even know like a lot yeah. of times we are being prepared in the fire or in the crisis that we didn't know um going back to the being strong thing mm-hmm. so in the beginning of the year, I started working out with Pete Miller Performance Group. It's downtown Milwaukee, right by the Buck Stadium. And then I interviewed for the podcast for The Real Deal. I interviewed my trainer, Chelsea Horn. Cool. But it is really amazing to have strength in mind mm-hmm. rather than, and to be honest, I still have some things I would like to shed after the COVID thing with just the amount of custard that I've been eating. Oh, here in yeah. Wisconsin oh, yeah. I that. definitely have a COVID belly, but I'm like trying to get stronger. <laughs> but I, I get excited when I go oh my word, I'm, I'm stronger. And mm-hmm. when there are three of us, um, some oftentimes there's just two, but when there are three of us, I look down the mats and I go, okay, the ones with those little tiny weights, that's still me, but it's still more than when there weren't weights and I was just mm-hmm. using my arm or, you know what I mean? And I have watched how excited I get to not think, okay, if I'm going to bring these items of laundry up, I'm not going to have a backache. Like just being able to be stronger. And their purpose is to really train people to gain their own ability and strength measured by them their own self you know what i mean like i'm not stronger mm-hmm. than that other person but i am getting stronger and i have thought well now i'm not speaking places and going places but no longer will i pl- pray the whole way there lord jesus please let there be a volunteer to help me take my suitcase out from my product table because i don't want to have a problem like i was always grateful because he would always allow there to be somebody but to just confidently lift heavy things or do mm-hmm. things it's going to be that's an aside but i just wanted to i love that. you know i, I was know relating that. i love that i didn't know you were doing personal training good for you it's, it's been awesome. really good 
it's been really, really good. And I just go Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I love it. I, I look forward to it. And that felt like a big thing after not going anywhere. I was like, oh my gosh, I have something on Tuesday. What am I? <laughs> <laughs> when I it used to be four like, things on Tuesday. Exactly. You know what I mean? I was like, I have something on Tuesday. <laughs> Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to The Real Deal. I love paper calendars and I like them just month at a glance and you can see all the boxes and, and someone's like, Hey, can you get together? I'm like, I have so many empty boxes. Just pick one. Like I have so <laughs> little on my plate right now. <laughs> then Pick a box, any box. Yeah. So that's awesome. It, it's like, it's interesting with personal training. Cause I, I, I would love to do that. Um, that is on my list of moving towards having a personal trainer. It's, it's like having a coach. It's like, we know how to work out, but to have that person encouraging you and challenging you and stretching you and yep. making sure you're doing it safely. And then there's that accountability and it's, it's so great. That's great. It's exactly what you're going to be doing in people's life. I can see it. I mean, because if I do something and all of a sudden my shoulder will go forward, but it needs to be set and back so that I'm actually working my lats. I can't see it. I don't know that I naturally would do that if I'm feeling weak or whatever, mm-hmm. but she can see that. And that's the way you'll be, you know, in someone's life. It, there's so many crossovers. I love it. There's I so many it. crossovers in so life. Fun. What about you? What, what you been doing since, uh, what, what have you been doing? What's been God, what's God well, birthing in you? Well, one of the cool things is that I was working on a book that mm-hmm. I put, um, I shelved. And I believe the book that I have written might have just been for me and it might have just been for me to bleed on paper to know my god to um or it may be that in the future when god does a miracle in my life and in my family it may be co-written i don't even really know but i've kind of i was working on a book for many years and then it kind of stalled out and i was like okay i don't know um anyway so i put this one book project it's all written but it like i said it might just be for me And it wasn't like, okay, because I have this book that I'm not birthing, what else do I need to do? But all of a sudden, I started really realizing what was on my heart is this book that's going to release either the end of this month or early September, and it's called He Speaks. Mm -hmm. And Gail, it was the easiest thing. I mean, it's still writing a book is not easy and putting it all together and formatting is not easy, but it was easy in the fact that I mainly was compiling. And so I was compiling many of my listening journals and just taking different ones out and and putting them down because I wanted to not just write a devotional, not not that devotionals are bad, but it's kind of a hybrid, a devotional slash equipping book. And I realized that with the chaos and all that clamors for our attention, we re- and maybe it's partly just my own personality, but we really do need to be able to still ourselves and hear from God. Or not still ourselves and hear from God to where we panic and we think we make up something, but that we begin to get this practice of being able to hear him on the run, on the fly, or just when we're stilling. So he speaks uh, is hearing the voice of God through journaling. And I took all these journals that I have, and I have ones that I respond to scripture, and I write down like what the verse was, and then I, and I respond to that. But my listening journals are different. I just write a prompt. The Lord says, my love. Mm. And then it's usually what he says. And I'm trying to, it's not that I think I'm the only person who hears from God. You hear from God. Mm-hmm. We read the Bible, we hear from God. But I want to demystify hearing from God. 
Oh, and, that. And I want to equip that it's not like super saints hear from God. Those who are super spiritual will hear from God. Those who are from North America hear from God. Whatever. Like everybody hears from God. And it can just be a thought. But we've trained ourselves to think that's just a Rachel thought. And the longer I've walked with him, the more I think, I have the mind of Christ. The spirit of God lives in me. I read his word all the time. His word and his thoughts should be right as my thoughts. And so instead of distrusting my thoughts and thinking, well, it's probably a Rachel thought, but it could be a God thought. Now I'm like, it's probably a God thought. It could be a Rachel thought. So he comes and he speaks. Many times it's a thought. Sometimes it's a picture. I've heard a lyric, a song, dreams, but I have a separate dream journal. But my whole point is hearing the voice of God through journaling was something I wanted to impart and pass on to people and say, hey, this is what I do. You can do it too. And it's not a method. Like you you were fighting the word program versus experience. It's not a method. It's a method I've used, but it's not the only method you could ever use. So I, Michael goes, Rachel, the introduction's longer than the rest of the book. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, the introduction is just my heart Mm -hmm. and how I wanted to pass on this richness of how different it is for each of their kids to sit down with their father. And he's Mm going to talk to them. And some of the bumps along the road, people that told me, you can't hear from God and sent me websites and told me, you know, you're wrong if it's not Mark 12, verse 2, and all this kind of stuff. And and that was just based in religion instead of a relationship with a living God. And so I just wrote about that, not to badmouth the person, just to say that I started withering on the vine when I stopped listening. Yeah. Because he speaks. He speaks. So... Oh, I'm excited about it. It has like 31 entries and it has like a, a scripture to embrace, a question to ask yourself, something to declare out loud because I believe it matters what we speak mm-hmm. over life. And then now you try it and you just sit and there's a place. So it's kind of like a journal slash book. And then I felt like God was just giving me downloads. So the next mm-hmm. thing was how about a companion journal? And it's not just, okay, I got to make money. Although making money would be fine, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Stream. Um, yeah. stream of income. But the journal then, after you've read He Speaks, you could continue to buy the journals. Does that make sense? And you would just keep writing in these journals. And they have like some special artwork in them. And they've got some some added bonuses. And then you know how sometimes like in a devotional, they have like a scripture down at the bottom or whatever. So it's not just a blank journal because anybody could go to Target and buy a journal. But they've got some special touches in it. And I'm excited about the companion journal because I don't want someone to think it's a program. Mm-hmm. And stop. I want it to be a life experience that they can keep going. Build that so, habit. Use that muscle. Become part of them. Yes. Yep. Oh, oh, my gosh. And what a like legacy to leave to your family. I mean, you hear yeah. God and your identity and who you are. Yeah. And, wow. and so the, the journal, I, I've actually used some copy pages right out of my journal. So you see my handwriting. And then other ones, I've taken those and I've just those have been typed in and they're a typeface in the book. But all of them are things God said to me. And then I explained that if it was specific to me, I might might have taken my children's names out and said children. or. Mm-hmm. But I tried to pick ones that I felt were pretty universal. And there's something about just reading what God tells his kids. And I hope that people people will actually read it slowly 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So if it says something like, the Lord says, my love, I've got you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cast your cares on me. I, I care for you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about today. I've gone ahead of you. You know, th- those kinds of things. What if it said something like, you delight me. I am so proud of you. Mm-hmm. I get excited for you to wake up so we can spend our day. Like those are the kinds of things I hear. And mm-hmm. it formed in me such like my identity. I'm not saying I never need something from man, but it began to lessen yeah. because I was getting so full. I just want that for people. We, we don't stay in a spirit of offense if we are so full of God that we didn't need what somebody was going to give us anyway. And so the beauty of it for me is to think I could disciple someone in this. I, could, I have mentees that I sit with, but God, this could be something you use exponentially more than yeah. I can imagine. And a long time ago, he told me I was fishing with a pole and I needed to use a net. And I'm like, okay, catch more fish. That sounds good. And he's like the internet. And so that's when I started putting like some of the YouTube videos up okay. and I had okay. already had a channel, but I just feel like this is a time to be creative. And, mm-hmm. and this book was kind of prophesied that I would be doing some curriculum. I don't even find this as a curriculum, but it is mm-hmm. a curriculum in the fact that there's an equipping piece or there's something to learn and then go forward. Then I have two it's other not ideas. A book. It's not a book. It's inter. I mean, it's a book, but it's interactive. Right. So it, 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 it's, it's an exchange. It's, it's doing, it's actually doing it, which I just want to, I want to interject. Remember yeah. your two ideas. Okay. Yeah. So I'm so excited to have that resource and to share with people because yeah. so many people don't know they can hear God or they doubt themselves and they are like, I just want to, I just want you to tell me what he's saying about me. And I'm like, uh-huh. that's awesome. But I don't ever want you to depend on me when you can hear it direct from the source. And I remember when I had chemo and I was in bed in pain and I like heard him. <laughs> it might've been my one time of audibly hearing the, the, the voice of God, but I heard him speak and he said, I've got you, I've got this. And I clung to that through, well, till now, and that was 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it got me through. I can't imagine not having felt heard whatever that yep, download yep, yep, from yep, yep. him because it it literally it helped me cling to hope yep. when I was in exactly. so much pain. Exactly. So, and then I just think of other times when I felt like you wouldn't find it in a scripture reference exactly where maybe he wants you to live because we've moved so many times. I'd be like, Lord, I need you to show me which house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need you to show me who my friends are going to be. Can you highlight some people? I need you to show me which school I need you. To, like that's not in scripture. Yeah. It's not a reference, but he, when I would get a piece or I'd walk in and be like, no. And it's like, I needed to be in that neighborhood or I needed to shop at that grocery store or I needed to go to that church or have those friends. And I look back on all of those. And when I did ask and go, or even like how much we should spend, you know, and it's like, yep, yep, yep. you know, and so Hearing him and knowing that is um, is so helpful. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. So helpful. So I just, I'm so excited you're doing this. You've been an example to me too. You have been an example to me in that. You really have because I'm going to say, it's not like you didn't hear before, but after you moved, it became more mm-hmm. 
for you to just really, really realize that God speaks in lots of different ways. And I'm very excited and very touched that you wrote an endorsement for He Speaks. So it's because you do know He Speaks. You couldn't write that endorsement if you didn't believe that He speaks to people, (laughs) you know? Exactly. And I love that, I mean, that this is going to be a book that can be shared with people because we've talked about hearing God before, but I love that it's going to be in the hands of people so that they know they can hear God directly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what I love is you said, even with, uh, you know, people that come to you, you don't want them dependent on you. You want them to hear from God. It's, mm-hmm. it's one thing, sometimes like mentorships, then the person gets all inflated, like, wow, they keep coming to me for their solutions. Well, that's not going to do the person any good because they are not going to be able to be self-sufficient in hearing from God. So yeah, I love well, the way you launch people that way. Thank you. I love I, I love that you heard from God that that other book that I thought you were writing on, as opposed to this one, yeah. was you heard to shelf for a while. Yeah, yeah. And to pull this one down off the shelf. So it was like, right. oh, okay, you heard yep. you heard, you heard heard that, and I yep. love that. So, And, you know, he uses people. He, he uses people, and he, mm-hmm. there was something that kept stirring when I would work on it. And I'd be like, hmm. And then I had a friend that was uh, doing some editing. And she said, I just don't know if this is the time and I don't want anything in in your current circumstances that you're trying to walk through with God get worse based on something. And I'm like, "Mm, good point. And I mean, there's one of these things where I felt like the book that I was working on, I want to bring healing to people who need to know that in hard things, God is right there. And I, I believe I can still have that book be a voice, but it was important to not do it right. And while I worked on it, it churned up a lot of old hurts and hard things. And it was like, I wasn't even the same person that was beginning to write about it. And so it may just need more distance. I I don't really know. I I kind of hope that it has a future, but it wasn't now. Okay. It wasn't now. Okay. So, yeah. And sometimes yeah. he brings those things up to bring healing in that situation and and to let's address that, baby girl. Let's yeah. go after that thing and let's get the healing in that. And that might have been why you picked it up again and why it's going to be shelved again. Yeah. But I love yeah. that obedience and you hearing God. Yeah. Because he speaks. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one thing about the title, like he speaks, hearing the voice of God through journaling. There were some people that I thought that's just going to put them off because they're not journalers. It's a little bit different to just hear mm-hmm. and I and then maybe write a phrase down. And then, mm-hmm. and the next day, maybe you, um, got a word mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Maybe you got a lot more than you thought because God was just ready and you decided he does speak or whatever. So I said, I had two other things. One is that, uh, I wasn't sure how it would work for an audiobook, but so many people said, I don't read books much anymore, but I listen like crazy. I listen to the real deal. I listen to all the buddy times. So do an audiobook. So I sat down and I recorded them. And then I believe Andrew will be writing some music so that somebody could just be sitting and Mm. they could be listening and then they could just be waiting for a download. And if they decide to actually get the journals where they're writing in, great. If not, it's just an experiential time to be soaking. There's some soaking with it too. like a soaking thing. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Yeah, because it's already the same book. It's like, just just do it. Then the other thought is I, um, I had somebody say, 
You've got a lot of resources around you. Just have it translated into Spanish. So that's a prayer. You could be praying if that's supposed to be happening. I mean, where I live in Waukesha, there's a huge Spanish community. Our church has a whole separate church. That's I, I just want to equip people. So why wouldn't I think that that's a possibility? You know, that's incredible. I have some clients in Central America. and That would be a fun thing to be able to send to them. Mm-hmm. That would be, and I'm not fluent, but they are surrounded by people that are yeah. um, cool. Spanish speaking. Yay. Yeah. When so is that's what I'm coming? thinking. When is this happening, Rach? I think it will be the end of this month, but for sure in September. Okay. And because I'm still self-publishing, and I don't mm-hmm. say still as in a bad thing, I just knew I'm a communicator. I want stuff out. And if if God lays it on my heart, I want it out rather than waiting for this process of it did or it didn't get picked up by a publisher or whatever. And although that could be very validating, God told me who I am and he said, do it. <laughs> So it's like, I, you know, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I believe there's, there's this, uh, Facebook launch team that's been part of like, I know who I am and identity. And there's some people on that, that I, I'm just hoping people will help me have ideas that I don't already have because mm-hmm. promotion and figuring all that out. It's not that I don't have a clue. It's just not my heart, mm-hmm. but it is my heart for people that are excited about it mm-hmm. to do what they want to do. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not ashamed. It's not like I think I'm unworthy. It's just it's it's not the way I roll. Yep. You know, I get excited about other people's ideas mm-hmm. sometimes more than my own, you know, mm-hmm. but I believe it has a lot of value. And one of my friends was praying because I send an update to prayer partner people. I was just saying this is coming out. Please be praying for the people who receive a book, because I believe that's sovereign design. Like who reads the mm-hmm. book has to do with who God had to have the hands that are on it, you know, kind of thing. And she said which is kind of fun. She said, as I was praying, I just had an open vision and their, and their books were just flying out of the top of the roof really fast. So that would be cool. <laughs> that would be a praise God thing. That's so, really cool. I want it to go to people that God wants it to go to. It's, it's like you're, not to keep drilling this in, but it's like you're coaching them in how to journal. Because I, I find people either love journaling or they're like, ah, I sit down and I don't know what to write. And you're bridging that gap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for, they're, they're having encounters with God and they're hearing him and then that's solidifying that and it's encouraging them and building that muscle. So that is amazing because right. I'm kind of like that. I'm like, I want to be a journaler and then I don't do it or I haven't made the time to do it. So this feels like it would be an amazing tool for me to sit, read your thing, your little description, well, the very long introduction first. So I know how <laughs> yes. to do it. And then how to use this book. <laughs> And then understanding the voices, because I kept adding to it, Gail, because you got to understand their voices yeah. and you got to understand the origin because yes. God will not speak to you a certain way. Right. The enemy will. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I kept adding like, ooh, I don't want somebody to sit down and not understand there's different voices you could hear. So then yes. that went in and, you know, yeah. I just kept adding. So after the long introduction, sorry. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Um, no, I love the clarity of you, of you sharing truth with them and then they can practice. But I just think that what a great tool to get you in the habit of listening and slowing down enough and then writing it down so you have it. Because even when I coach people, it's like, I want them to hear the Lord because I can coach them a hundred times. But if they hear one word from the Lord, it changes their life forever. And so for them to write it down in your, in your book or, and then the journals, you can go back to it on a, on a day where you're like, who am I? What am mm-hmm. I doing? Why mm-hmm. am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. This is who he says I am. This is what I'm about. This is the, oh, oh yeah. You do adore me. 
oh yeah, I am your baby girl. Like, oh Amen. yeah, you have this for me. You told me that. That trumps everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I who knows? That. Maybe even in maybe even in some of your coaching, there'll be yeah. somebody that you just know identity I'll, wise. I and I'm not saying. I'm just saying you would just say here. Here's this link. I have a friend because if that unlocks anything for anyone, that that's what I'm all about. And I remember when I was a kid, we had this game, Ghosts Come Out at Midnight. I think we maybe have talked about this before. Okay. What a terrible game that I used to play. If you think about the oh, horrible. name. Horrible. Whoever's the it goes uh-huh. and runs around the um, whole property and tags people. And mm-hmm. if you get tagged, you have to sit on the front porch. And then to get out of that, that's kind of like your penalty box or your jail or whatever. And to get out of there, you have to have somebody who's free tag you. And then you get to come and run around again. And so the one person who's it is trying to get basically everybody on the porch. And those Mm -hmm. who are free are trying to get people off the porch, right? And I had this vision one day, or not vision, I had this thought one day where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm one of those people that just wants people off the porch. Like, I want you free. I want you in the game. I want you to know who you are. I want you to be in the kingdom. I want you to run around. I don't want you to get caught. And so, and I get excited thinking about how, when I was a kid, I used to kind of like be on the corner of the house so that when the person who was it was not near the porch, I could run and tag four and they'd all run off, you know? And I was like, that's what I want to do. And any way that I could, if somebody's like got a kink in the hose of hearing from God, just remind them about that book. I would appreciate it because I I hope oh it gosh. will do what it will do. It because it's cool. it's a great tool. Yeah, oh my gosh. and I feel like it's the reason behind even like my identity talk and I know who mm-hmm. I am and don't compare, don't compete, celebrate mantra. It's like sort of that's how I got there is from that listening and that yeah. listening and that discipline of listening. But I also just wanted to personally thank you for being somebody who hears from God and also just not only endorsing me in the book, but just endorsing me in, in what I do. Cause it matters. It really oh matters that people champion us and do things that we're made to do and say, you go girl. It's my favorite thing. It, it, it it's, it's, uh, it's not always normal for people to do that. Um, but I think as women, it's a great practice that we encourage each other and build each other up and we're better together. Amen. We're better together. And yep. I want people to champion each other. Amen. And celebrate their successes and be with yep. them in their in their pits. But to to Yeah. Come on, let's do this. I see this in you. And yeah. I celebrate that you've written books and that you are you hear God and you're doing your YouTube things now and you're you're I, I love it. I love it. You're you're thinking outside the box because you can't go and be at events right now. Yeah. And you're being super creative of how to like get them off the porch. Yep. Yep. And encourage them in a crazy time. Yeah. And I I I love that. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to do one of those um YouTube things about the porch cuz it's one of the things that's so so important to me and now I'm just thinking people need to know why I tick like this because yes. I've seen God tell me that. You know, and I get really excited. You know, we are, we are really, you and I are mm-hmm. both very fortunate with some of the relationships that we mm-hmm. have had. And mm-hmm. the acknowledgments at the back of the book, not endorsements, but the acknowledgments at the back of the book, I cried when I was mm-hmm. writing them. Because seriously, Gail, we have, we're surrounded by some amazing people. Mm-hmm. And when you get to a point in your life where you know who you are in God, then you're able to champion people. And it is mm-hmm. 
wonderful. Like you said, it's not always common. And that's unfortunate, but -hmm. it doesn't mean that people can't flip the switch and be one of those because it's the best thing ever. Yeah. And not waiting until they're 50 to do it. Like, let's do it in our teens and 20s. Exactly. and, And help each other. We used to play, when we lived in Wisconsin, we would all go to Cushing Park in Delafield and play Cops yeah. and Robbers. Okay. And it's the same game. Mm. And they would often want me to be it, the cop that would come get all the, the robbers. And um, and that brings back tons of fun memories for me yeah. of all those girls at the park. And um, they were much faster than me. <laughs> but I could catch some of them. <laughs> and they're all grown up and beautiful women they're now, all which is women crazy. Now. Yes, I know. Yeah. So that I, I resonate with that story. I love that. I love that. I'm excited for you. That's so cool. I'm excited for you. I think your calendar on your wall, paper calendar with all the boxes, is going to get a little more full because of all you've got going. But I want to be still on one of those squares here and there because buddy time is important to me. And you know what? I was going to look up buddy before Mm. today. I know that sounds silly. I know what it is, but I I didn't look it up. But it is different. It mm-hmm. like it is different. It's just like somebody you're like, oh, she's my buddy, you know. know. It's really sweet. Just want to squeeze you. Yeah. Buddies are another level of friendship. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, I I just feel like what we've got going is not specific or special to us. Nope. I think. People are in this situation where they, there's a shakeup, but mm-hmm. God's not shaken. Mm-mm. And there's an upheaval, mm-hmm. but God is not thrown off his throne. He is not, I didn't mean, you know, to use the double word throne off his throne, but he isn't. Mm-mm. He's right there and he's working in the earth. And I think it's a time of great hope, even mm-hmm. though it has a lot of hardship. Mm-hmm. I, I just really do, because usually when man's solution goes down to zero or our efforts or our great plans goes down to zero he goes you know what my grace is sufficient Mm -hmm. and my power is perfect in your weakness Mm -hmm. so that's why i feel like we're at this this point in history we're at this point in not just this nation but the nations for god to be moving mightily so i'm quite excited and i do believe that i just want to tell people Remain hopeful and know that God is moving in your life and using the mundane to get you ready for the significant as well. It's like he's, there's not some holy moments, washing the dishes, loving your child, Mm -hmm. you know, holding your husband's hand as you walk. Those are precious divine moments and uh, we can't miss them. We can't miss them. I agree with everything you just said. And I just add it's now a time to like have love and unity and what we can do to bring people together and it's cry my heart to take risks, to build bridges and to create love and unity. And I think it'll, I think it'll ripple out. And so I just want to encourage everyone in that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm really glad we caught up. Do you want to just pray quickly for our audience? Basically whatever's on your heart. Oh Lord. I just praise your holy name. I thank you for who you are. You are so good, God. Mm. Even in the midst of things that are crazy in our times, in our country, in our world, and even in some of our homes, you are good. 
Lord, I thank you that Rachel and I could get together today and connect and share and hopefully bring hope or fresh vision or encouragement to your people. I just pray that people will um, not compare, but think, Lord, what do you have for me? I, I want to yeah. try something new. And that they will they'll hear you, that they'll, dreams will be reignited, or new ones will come, and they will take steps to, to move into that. And so, Lord, I'm just asking that you would give fresh vision to your people. You would show them new ways, new things, new plans, new ways to bring in income, new ways to bless other people, new new gifts, that you would give them new gifts for such a time as this, that you would show them that they would dream dreams, they would hear you, that they would rise up, yeah. they would rise up, they would do it afraid, they would take steps, they would take chances, they would, they would rise up. And so, Lord, I'm just asking in Jesus' name that you would give a fresh word and a fresh vision to your people. I thank you that we can come together and talk and encourage each other. And um, we have technology to, when we can't all be together, that we can still communicate and share the love of Christ and share the Holy Spirit and share all that you're doing, Lord. And I just pray against the spirit of fear. Yeah. And I just, I say no, no to fear. Close off that door to fear in Jesus name. Yeah. I say no to fear. We love you and we praise you and we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Father, I agree. And I thank you for how good you are. I thank you that you're on the move in this earth. I thank you that you never slumber or sleep. You're always watching over your people. And even at night, God, you're preparing us for the next day. There was evening and there was morning the sixth day. You go before us. Help us to not get our undies in a bunch about things. Help us to know that you work for us, Father. You are a God who is moving and working for those who wait for you. So I pray just that you would be working in this earth to catapult us into steps we need to be making, but also let us know when we need to hold back and just rest in you because you're making steps for us. Help us to discern those different things, Lord, when to move out and when to wait on you. And I thank you that you're doing it. I, I speak a blessing on everyone who's listening. And I agree with Gail, Lord, that they are made for a purpose on purpose. And so God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would ignite their hope, that you would ignite their dreams, that you would paddle on their hearts if they need to be resuscitated, if they need to be brought back to life, if they need to be shocked into something, God, would you mm -hmm. just allow them in Jesus' name to go mm -hmm. forward in what you've called them to be and do? Lord, I pray that none of your people would think small. You're a mighty God. You're a big God. You're working in this earth. And so I just pray that the sons and daughters of the Most High God would be revealed and we would be on the move, linking arms, looking to the right and left, celebrating those around us, knowing that we have one Father, we have one purpose, and that's to bring glory and honor to your name. So I ask God that 
you would be working in Gail's life, that you'd be protecting her marriage, her children, all of the things with this new coaching. God, I just bless that in the name of Jesus. I pray that there would be abundance. I pray that there would be more people mobilized in ways that they have dreamed of and those that didn't even know they would dream to do the very things that are uncovered in your purposes. So thank you for what you're doing on the earth, Lord. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that you've got us and that you love us and that you work for us and you also desire to be in us through your spirit abounding in the earth. So we just bless your name today, God. We worship you. Thank you, God, for being who you are. Thank you, Jesus, for obeying the Father. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for indwelling the believer. We're just so grateful. Thank you for my friend, Gail. Bless her today, Mm -hmm. Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Wow. Thank you for your time. Oh, my gosh. So fun to be with you. Oh, my gosh. Why is it not buddy time every other day? Well, if we live on the commune, it will be. Yeah, when we're in the commune and I come and talk to you, but I can maybe grow a vegetable and make a salad too. Okay, that's your job. Okay, sounds good. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.